Badger Cast, number 44. Straight from southeastern Wisconsin, bringing you your slice of Badgerland, welcome to Badger Cast. And now your host, Julie and Dale. Hey, a freak show! Not quite, but some days it might be. It's always a freak show in the Badgerland household. Welcome to BadgerCast, your slice of Wisconsin life. I'm Dale. And I'm Julie. And welcome to 2011. Oh yeah, this is the first podcast of yes, 2011. It is. It is. We survived um, Christmas and New Year's and all of that stuff. We did. So, um want to thank all of you who uh, made it to the new year and are back listening. And if you found us on your new iPod or iPhone or MP3 player or any iPad other... iPad or uh, Kindle or whatever. Welcome. Mm-hmm. You can listen to podcasts on a Kindle? I don't know. I just threw it in there because it's a new thing. A new thing. Okay. Well, maybe maybe, maybe somebody would know. Probably not. Well, if it's... Well, I guess... But then, have you seen the little the Samsung ones that are kind of like at the half iPad? No, I have not. It's kind of um, a little. It's like about a seven instead of a like an eleven eight and a half by eleven. It's more like a five by seven or five by nine mm-hmm. tablet. Don't worry, I don't want one. Okay, I just want a new iPhone. Yeah, why don't you tell them why you want a new iPhone? Well, okay. I have a over two-year, out-of-contract 3G, first of all. But that's not really why you need nor want a new iPhone. Well, I want a new iPhone because I want a new iPhone. But but, but, but that's not the reason we're having this conversation. Right. I I may need a new iPhone before I would have probably gotten a new one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Why? You're evading the question. I'm not evading the question. I'm just explaining. Hmm. Okay, so I was taking the dogs out for a walk. And as I like to do, um, I listen to podcasts and I I have my earbuds in and I have my iPhone in a pocket. Sometimes the front pocket, sometimes the back pocket. Which pocket would not be the correct pocket? Well, in this case, the correct pocket was not the back pocket. Mm-hmm. So it was Christmas Eve, and you were not around. No, I was at work. And um, I took the dogs for a walk, and of course it was snowing. Well, it is Wisconsin. It, it is, is Wisconsin. Winter. It's Christmas Eve. It is winter. It is snowing. So I was taking the dog for a walk, and uh, she pulls me, and I slip and fall on my tukus? my tukuses. The one that has the iPhone on it. Poor you. And now I had, when, it, when I first looked at it, there are little dots in the middle of the iPhone and then the top of the iPhone. Like about four little dots. Mm. Okay. In the three or four weeks since that's happened, they spread into nice long lines across the screen, growing at a rate of about a 
quarter of an inch a day in some respects. You messed up your whole whole screen, didn't you? I think I messed up the LED screen. Now, I have talked to a, somebody at work, and they you can get replacement LED screens, hmm. I heard. And how much is that? It's probably... Uh, he said that you could probably get them for under 100 but at... Yeah, but a new phone is going to be what, 199 199 with the contract or 299 for the 32 gig version. You really want that 32 gig version, don't you? Well, as long as I'm there. Hmm. And we'll see what Charlie says my hums mean today. Uh, well, whether, whether you whom or not is probably unimportant as to whether I get a 16 or... 32 gigabyte. Is that so? Because I will ultimately do what needs to be done anyway. (laughs) Just remember who's getting a bike in the spring. Well, okay. Speaking of things like that, Mm -hmm. let's talk about Christmas. Yes. Okay. By the previous conversation, you pretty well know I didn't get an iPhone for Christmas. No. Okay. What did you get for Christmas? Mm, I got season one and season two of NCIS. On DVD. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm already waiting for season three to come in the mail. Now, I would have picked up season three for you um, at Best Buy. I tried to get it yesterday on yeah, the way they home. they didn't have it, did they? No. And if you would have caught me earlier... Um, I would have stopped in at Barnes and Noble, but I wasn't. When you called me, I was past that point already. I'm not that addicted that I had to have it yesterday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, I, but you are addicted enough to go through two seasons of NCIS in like in uh, less than a month. Yeah, actually, well, in <laughs> two like weeks, two and a half weeks. Yeah, but that's how I get my biking done. So don't knock it. Oh, and you learned something new. I did. Yeah. What? About, you know, the fact that we do have DVD uh, ROM. and Oh, yeah. I can watch it on my uh, laptop so that we can, like, actually spend time in the same room with the kids and we can all be doing something. But I don't have to listen to it. Speaking of not having to listen to the kids while you're watching your new NCIS DVDs. My other Christmas present was a set of headphones. A decent set of headphones. Very decent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we have matching pairs of headphones. Ooh. Ooh. It, does it make a difference in the sound for the show? It does. Okay. Because I don't hear all the extraneous stuff as much. Uh, that's true. Because Ben was trying to get in your attention a couple of times. and I didn't hear him. Didn't hear him. So what did you get for Christmas? Well... No. Why are you laughing? I got a piece of paper. <laughs> you got a certificate. A, you, you got a gift card. I got a gift. Well, it wasn't a card. It was a gift parchment. Gift certificate. From? From me and the kids. For? Your brand new bike, which means that you get to go out with me for a day. We get to go through the bike shops and we get to get you fitted and we get to go out to lunch. Because I have no idea what I should be riding. Well, you haven't bought a bike specifically for you. 
and measured for you in 20 some years. Yeah, well, the Trek one we got. Yeah, yeah, but that's, I mean, that was your basic, does this fit? Yeah, kind of, yeah. sort of, and out the door. I mean, fit it as, and you're going to do what I did last spring. And you're going to go in, and they're going to, you're going to say, I like this type of bike. And then they're going to put that bike up on the um, stand, and they're going to connect it to the computer, and they're going to watch you ride, and they're going to make adjustments based on your height and your leg length and blah, blah, blah. And get you fitted for the best possible posture on the bike, which for you, I think it's going to make a huge difference when it comes to where we put you um, arm position wise with your yeah, previous injury. Because my hands sometimes fall asleep now. Right. So I think that doing this, they're going to be able to try a couple different uh, types of handlebars. And you may end up. Unfortunately, with the higher handlebars, but if that takes the weight and pressure off your arm because of your arm limitations, well, it's the best so thing be it, for you. Yeah. So yeah, that's what you get. But I didn't want to do it till spring because you know, yeah, can't really ride it in December or January. <laughs> not, not if I want to survive. <laughs> no, and I'm pushing it. We're going to see if we can start biking in mid March again. Okay, and speaking of which, we might as well start talking about that. About what? Scenic Shore 150. Yes. Get, getting the, the pre-conversation going. <laughs> pre-conversation. <clears throat> Scenic Shore 150 this year is July 23rd and 24th, I believe. Let's just quick check it up, check it out here. Um, both of us will be riding it in it this year, which means that we have to double... That means we have to earn at least $600 between the two of us. So um, I, It might be more. I haven't looked at uh, oh, oh, no. I haven't looked at the details yet. But last year it was 250 So 500 between the two of us. Let's see. According to the Scenic Shore 150, um, we went over this um, last year when I did it. It's a two-day um, fully supported cycling event that is... Um, out there to organize money for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Um, I don't remember how much I went into detail last year, but um, my brother-in-law's mom died of lymphoma, leukemia, um, just before Thanksgiving. I unfortunately have had to be present at work when we have diagnosed two kids under the age of six with leukemia. And one of the kids... Um, who he and I got along really cool, um, pretty much riding the ride this year for Matt. So, you know, that's kind of where I'm coming from. According to, let's see, where are the fundraising things here? It's not giving me a whole lot here. Hmm. It says pages moved. I hate that. Well, we can always uh, come back and talk about it in more detail later, but... Uh, so that's the Scenic Shore 150. We'll put, I'm going to try and put a link, complete link, on the website so that if you are so driven to help us towards our at least $500 goal, yes, you, please, please, please. you can do that. Let's see. For me, over the last month, I've been trying to readjust my training and stuff. But you're, we haven't. You're holding me back here. Yeah, I, we could talk about training in a minute, but I thought we'd finish Christmas first. Well, that was my Christmas presents and CIS and my headphones. Yeah, you got your bike. Yeah, 
and the kids. Uh, the other only oh. present of note. The present of note was the the purse that didn't come till a week ago. Yeah. I went to a personal expressions purse party. And Olivia, excuse me, Olivia got her first adult purse that's made for her and picked out the fabrics for her and blah, blah, blah. We ordered it, let's see, eight weeks before Christmas. Ordered it with the intent and asked, since this is going to be a Christmas present, will it be here before Christmas? No problem, I'm told. It'll be here in four to six weeks, which would have put it at the second week in December. Nothing. No phone calls. No nothing. Talk to the person who hosted the party. Oh, she says she had some sort of problem with the with the seamstresses. Again, no formal acknowledgement to any of us. And there were probably eight of us at the party. How many people didn't get Christmas presents? Uh, about half of us. And then all of a sudden it showed up here last week in a, I don't know, those little... Uh, Manila envelope? Yeah, but it wasn't an envelope. It was like the packaging one, the one that yeah. had the bubble wrap or something inside. Yeah, it's a manila envelope with uh, bubble wrap. Well, whatever. Both purses that I ordered showed up in that with no note, no invoice, no nothing. No a letter of apology, no nothing. So now I am trying to decide whether I write a letter to them or not. Not even a, pa- not even a packing slip? No packing slip. Nothing. So you had nothing to cross-reference okay. the order with unless you had had your receipt from the original party, which I did, and it was what I ordered. I mean, I remembered what I ordered. But, you know, new up-and-coming, up-and-coming company, not the way to do business with people. No, no. No, no. But a cute purse. It's very cute. As I'm popping my peas. Mmm. And then, oh, and then we had Ben. Now, is that yeah. the story you're trying to get towards? Mm-hmm. Ben had a combination birthday and Christmas present this year only because he turned 13 on the 13th of January. And one asked what he wanted for his golden birthday. He said he wanted to go to the Packer Giants game on the 26th of December. And for the longest time, I told him to forget about it because he couldn't find tickets. And then my sister's sister-in-law came through, and you guys ended up with two tickets on the 25-yard line, what, 10 rows up? 10 rows up. Awesome seats. And Ben proceeded to have the shittiest time, I'm told. I think because he's a big Giants fan and more... He's a kid. An Eli Manning fan, and he's a kid. He got picked on, and if I had been there, they would have heard a whole lot from me. Yeah. It's one thing to tease and bait an adult. Yeah. But to tease and bait a kid the day after Christmas? Yeah, th- there were some really n- raunchy fans around. So I don't blame them. Yeah, so as he much w- as I am being told that I am overreacting to that from my family. No, I, I th- and the and the thing is Ben doesn't tell me these things really well especially when they're yeah, cause happening because he, sh- he shut down he-, he shut down unfortunately and um it, i guess it was the 
the kicking of the back of the seat? Yeah, the kicking of the back of the seat. I did not know about that. Would I would have said something if I knew? But he nobody said anything to me. He didn't say anything to me, and I couldn't tell. Um, Lambo, unfortunately, is you know pretty tight quarters. You know what? I heard the same uh, argument from Sean. I know, brother-in-law. I, I'm, and I don't agree with it. Okay, the, he shouldn't have been kicked from behind. I, I agree, and I would have said something had I known. Um, the verbal taunting of Eli Manning, however, was pretty bad. I agree, and I think Ben may have taken it more to heart than he. He's thirteen. I, I know it's part of being a kid. It's also part of being a kid to have your hero leveled leveled by he, he, by he the was, Packers. He was leveled that day. <laughs> yes, he was. So and he knew I was rooting against him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I think he had. In retrospect, I think he had a good time. I think he even admitted having a good time. He admits that now. Yes, because we talked. About but it. at the as it was happening, and. You know, with with everything, um, I think it probably was a little bit more than he could take. Mm-hmm. So, but that's what happens. Mm. It's part of growing up. What did we do for number one son for Christmas? I don't even remember now. That's pretty bad. Yeah, Legos. <gasps> oh, yeah. Big time Lego set. Yes. He had that thing. We ended up getting him. He is so into Legos and Connects right now. We got him the big Hogwarts train. So I don't know. There's like four pieces to the train and the flying car. That thing was put together and torn apart and put together and torn apart probably like three times the first day he had it. I mean, he is just intense with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, we got a, then we went to your favorite store at Woodfield. Now, your favorite store at Woodfield. Mm, there's and a couple. We, and we got the... Quattro game? That was before Christmas. I know, but that's what was one of the... That was a big family gift. Oh, that's true. Um, It's called Marbles the Brain Store. And I know that there's a couple other stores around, but they have some fun, fun games. Um, They are um, logic-type games. Um, Is it the one we have is Quattro? Um, uh, you bought a couple of different ones for two, Christmas yeah, presents. I got two but. different ones. Um, one of them is that we're putting pegs. There, the pegs are. You can go four across, so there's sixteen. Four across, four down, so there's sixteen um, spots. And in those sixteen spots, and only two people play this game, by the way, you have um, a number of pegs. The pegs are short. And round, or square, or light or dark, or tall, round, That's square, quattro, right? light or dark. I think this is the quattro one. I'll have mm-hmm. to look it up. Let me put the thing in later. And the way you play is those pieces are off to the side, and you pick one up and hand it to your opponent and have your opponent place it on the, on the board. And then you need to get four in a row. And four in a row could be all talls, all darks, all circles, all short. There's a... There's several combinations, and it gets interesting when you're trying to avoid either a color or a shape, and you're like, oh, my goodness, they can score because, you know, I wasn't looking at this. It's a cool game. It's kind of it's kind of like a souped-up tic-tac-toe to me. So I really liked it. Mm-hmm. 
and the other one, whatever the other one was, and um, is something very similar, but you're placing, you need to advance your um, piece across the board, but your opponents can block you with these little tiles. And then it's kind of like trying to get through a maze to get to the other side. That one I haven't played yet. No, that's the one I gave my, my nephew for Christmas. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that was Christmas, New Year's. We didn't do anything. I worked New Year's Day. You worked New Year's Day, and uh, we went to Kenosha to have Christmas with the, my side of the family on New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty mellow. And then back to work. Yep. So It's been work, work, work. Work, work, work. Yeah, we've. Um, I'm. We're preparing for an implementation that should have gone in this coming weekend, but uh, has been postponed, and we'll go in Super Bowl weekend. Should be fun. Hmm. I know. Aha! Uh-huh. It is called quat- quart- Quarto, not Quattro. Quarto. Q U A R T O. All right. Mm-hmm. So, so I've been busy at work, and I've been driving a lot with the snow. Hmm. Yep. So you want to take a break? Sure. With a song from Black Lab and their new CD, Awesome, Two Strangers, and this is This Ship Goes Down Deep on the BadgerCast.
from Two Strangers. That was Black Lab. Um, and welcome back. Mm-hmm. So, we ready to go on to the next? Do you want to talk? Why don't you talk about your books first? If yeah, I found a new series. Mm-hmm. By Stephen James. There are four books so far, and I've read all four in, what, a week? I don't know. Something I'm, like that. I'm in, I couldn't, I, you I couldn't haven't talked to me in about a month, so <laughs> between, oh, between, between books and uh, NCIS. Uh-huh. Well, <clears throat> I found this at, where was I? Sam's Club. I was looking for new books. And the first book that caught my eye was The Pawn. Um, it's called The Patrick Bowers Thriller. Um, the back of the book basically says special agent Patrick Bowers never met a killer. He couldn't catch until now called to North Carolina to consult on the case of an area serial killer. Bowers finds himself caught in a deadly game of cat and mouse cunning and lethal. The killer is always one step ahead of the law and he's about to strike again. It will take all of his instincts and training to stop the man who calls himself the illusionist. Thrilling, chilling and impossible to put down. The pawn will hold you in its iron grip until the very last page. Uh, according to the rest of this, it says Stephen James com- combines 21st century high-tech law enforcement techniques with 18th century Sherlockian deduction to craft an exciting suspense-filled story. Uh, the little blurb on him is that he's a critically acclaimed author, has written more than 20 books, including best thriller series, um, The Bowers Files, one of the nation's most innovative storytellers. He has developed his skill as a performer at East Tennessee State University. He has a master's in storytelling and lives in Tennessee. And the books are by something called Revel, R-E-V-E-L, a division of Baker Publishing. There's four of them out. Um, The Pawn, The Rook, The Knight, and The Bishop. And The Queen is coming this summer. Summer of 2011. Okay. Yes. And it's interesting how chess kind of plays a a part in the books. Is that kind of like the running theme? The, of the book? Yeah. The chess? Well, just... No, and to me it's it's more the the high-tech stuff that they're talking about in the books, some of which may or may not exist in the world or it's it's there in theory ah but, but is it, uh, it goes back to normal logical deduction so in other words chess you could make a point for that mm-hmm. they're good books okay well now i have to read one i got all four i see mm-hmm. yes. speaking of books we still have two books that you purchased but didn't had already read and I've reread and reread mm-hmm. uh, to the first caller, or I don't think they want them, and that's <laughs> okay. not a big deal. I'll give them away to the library for right. goodwill. Yeah. Okay, so it's time for the cheesehead spotlight. Mm, and what are we spotlighting in the cheese land here? The only thing that you possibly could spotlight this week in. Cheeseland is the NFC Championship game. Am I correct? He's smiling. You are correct. 
you can't poke us. Tell you can't do anything. All the people across the USA. I, I love, love my Green Bay Packers. Who won the first Super Bowls ever played? I love my Green Bay Packers. Pity Chicago, Detroit, and Tampa Bay. Throw in the vibes. They all come up as lackers. We take our opposition and crunch them like they're crackers. That's why I love my Green Bay Packers. Tell that Rush Limbaugh, tell Hillary and Bill, oh, tell them what I love my Green Bay Packers. <laughs> tell Will and Scott, tell Oprah and Phil, and Regis too. I love my Green Bay Packers. I'll bet even Ditka's a secret Packer fan. He, so <laughs> he knows the best shellackers. So if you're green with envy, wear gold that that's why I love my Green Bay Packers. Hey, man, this is Elvis, and I love my Green Bay Packers. I love my Green Bay Packers. Oh, I miss Monroe, and I love my Green Bay Packers. I love my Green Bay Packers. Don't take this wrong, but compared to old Green Bay, you're just a bunch. You're just a bunch of hackers. So if you're green with envy, wear gold, they're perfect matchers. That's why I love my Green Bay Packers. Yes, we take our opposition and crunch them like they're crackers. That's why I love my Green Bay Packers. We got the best team. Go Pack! Break it down. Oh, I just love my Green Bay From the great Eddie Lemberger. And you can find him at eddiej.com. The Green Bay, I love my Green Bay Packer polka. So we, this is, of course, the most important weekend in Wisconsin football history. I haven't been paying close attention but if, if memory serves, this is the first time the Packers and the Bears have met in a playoff for the championship since 1941. That is correct, where um, the Bears beat the Packers, unfortunately. 24 to something. Um, or 31 I'll, to something. I'll tell you in a second. I was... It 31 was, to 14, something like that? <laughs> Thirty-three to fourteen. Hey, I came damn close from December fourteenth, nineteen forty-one. So a week after Pearl Harbor. That's right. That's so, why I remember it. Yep. So it's time that we settle the score. Prevailing thought has Green Bay winning. Uh, prevailing thought has them up by three at least. Uh-huh. Yeah. In Chicago. In Chicago. Yes. Uh-huh. I'm I'm wondering how a certain person feels about this. I don't know. He'll, he hasn't called. He hasn't called. <laughs> but um let's put it this way, there's a big rivalry going on. Huge. Huge. 
between you the, the land the land of milk and honey, which is Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and the land of well, flat, which is not here. Yeah, you want to know what other fun tidbit I I saw this week about the Packer and the Bear game? What's that? Do you know about where the halfway point between Green Bay and the Chicago is? I don't know. Not Milwaukee. No, it would be Kenosha. Kenosha. And the Brat Stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I am egging somebody on here. <laughs> well, at least it's halfway between Keno- uh, us and Chicago. Or no, not. It's, it's not halfway between us and Chicago. No. But, um, yes, Brat Stop would be an excellent place to watch the Packer-Bears game. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um, if you'd like to, <laughs> uh, you know what? Call us I, at. I actually think now that I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking if we win, somebody who knows who they are would kind of order have to owe me an order of cheesy fries at the broad stop in Kenosha. At the broad stop, mm-hmm. possibly. Possibly. Well, we'll see if if um, they they call back. I'm thinking they can't. They're not going to be able to resist. <laughs> and I'm ready for you. Well, I, I brought up the Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. There is a Wikipedia page, and I will link it in on the show notes for? called "The Bears Packers Rivalry," mm. and it talks about the playoffs. Now, the Bears and the Packers have been um, in the NFL since the very early days in the 1920s. Actually, the Bears are an older franchise, but not by much. Um, let's see. According to Wikipedia, the Packers and Bears have made it to the playoffs in the same year only four times. 1941, which we talked about, mm-hmm. where the Bears um, beat the Packers for the um, NFC uh, the championship mm-hmm. 1994 both teams won their first round only to be knocked out in the second round games yeah because 95 and 96 we took the NFC championship that's right mm-hmm. and in 96 we won the Packers won the Super Bowl in 96 I thought it was 95 I think it was 95 season 96 Super Bowl mm. all right I'll have to double check uh, 2001, the Bears had the first a first-round bye, but the Packers were the only one of the two teams to win a playoff game that year. Packers had also given the Bears two of three regular season losses that season. The Bears were knocked out at home by the Eagles, while the Packers lost eventually to the Super Bowl runner-up Rams. And... Third or fourth, and lastly, 2010. The two teams met on the last day of the season. In uh, that's this year. So, um, so four times so far, and they've even got a little tidbit here in the biggest game in the history of the rivalry will be this weekend. So, um, go Packers. Mm-hmm. And I take back everything I said about how good the Bears were. <laughs> no, actually, they've been a very good. They, they are a very good team this year, 
and it's scary good how good they are. So um, it's going to be, I think, a low-scoring game. It's going to be a cold game. It's supposed to be very cold. Yes, it's supposed to be in the uh, single digits at Soldier Field and probably a wind chill. So mm-hmm. bundle up if you're going. It is true. I will be home nice and warm with my big screen TV. What day is this? Sunday at 2 o'clock. Oh, no, no, no. Never mind. I was thinking of the other game. I was All thinking right. of the Super Bowl. Super Bowl is um, two, two weeks. Two weeks later. Yeah. Ooh, I don't work for either game. <gasps> well, I think we'll be um, watching the Super Bowl and the NFC championships together. Could be. All right. So... What does that leave us? Uh, I don't know. What's that leave us? Um, voicemails? Well, voicemails. And Are there any? There is one. Hmm. As I was bringing up all of my Skype, which I haven't looked at for like a month. So. You slacker. I am such a slacker. Um, well. Where did it go? I don't know. I know. I got to find it. All right. While we're doing that, why don't you go back? You know what we forgot to to, talk, to dwell on? What? The, the stuff you were talking about for training and our training goals for the year. And as I look up uh, the voicemail that I well, can't seem to I find. I have no idea what your training goals are because I, I haven't really quite seen a – Written down. I don't have anything written down. Training goals. I don't. Training goals for me. Well, the biggest one is I want to do a century ride like within the first couple months of bike riding outside. So I have to pick a century ride. So I'm looking at April or May for a century ride. We'll see what I can find. The other thing is I went and had a fit test done at the Y. And um, it's very, what's the word I should say? Hmm. What's the word? Humbling? You weren't as good as you thought you were? Well, I was good in some aspects. In other aspects, I knew I slacked a little bit. So the aspects that I was really good at, she was amazed at my um, cardiovascular um, state. She she's like, "Wow, they have you do this um, the step test where you're up and down on the step for I can't remember if it's three minutes or something like that, and then you take a seat and she checks your pulse and sees how fast it gets down to baseline. And um, I think within thirty beats, I was down to." or at least significantly down to a resting. My resting heart rate, depending on when you catch me, is anywhere between like 45 and 55. So she, she was quite impressed that I'm aerobically fit. Um, for I wish my I were so nice and fit. Yeah, well, well the, the caveat there is for my age group. The other things that she, she looks at strength, and um, I didn't know anything about this test before I went in, so when I asked what we're going to do for strength. She's like, you're going to lie down here and you're going to do some bench presses. Okay. And I don't know how much the bar weighs, 
but the weight on the bar is 45 pounds. And you're bench pressing as much as you can in a minute. Okay. Uh, I did very, pretty good for that. Better than I thought I would. Okay. Then you do, there's a stretching, more kind of like an agility thing. Or, but the, the, what she told me, as women get older, the muscle that's um, kind of, I don't want to say cramps up, but shortens and it's harder to stretch, is your hamstrings. Huh. So they have you on the floor with your feet in front of you, and there's like this box in front, and you got to push, push it forward how far you can get down, stretching the back of your legs. Kind of like you're doing toe touches, kind of, sort of. Okay. I was fair to Midland on that one. The like the strength one, I was up in the upper percentages. The aerobic one, I was at the top of the chart. Uh, and then they had me do um, the body fat thing. That's where I t- t- stumbled because I've gained some weight back. And all that weight went to one spot. It went to the core. Yeah. And three babies don't help. Yeah. I mean, so, uh, otherwise it's plastic surgery time, right? Yeah, but I'm kind of afraid of that. So, yeah, yeah, we won't be doing that. And then what was the other thing she tested me on? I can't remember. But when she plotted me out on all of that, like I said, the, the lowest score I got was the body fat. Um, and even that was better than mid-range you know what i mean and tons tons better than five years ago i wouldn't know about three years ago because i never had it done before i lost the weight right so in the end she says i'm doing great with the cardio um she suggests um for again people in my age group or women in general excuse me uh to start doing some weights weight-bearing type of stuff, so free weights, things like that, so that I keep my bone density and stuff up there. So I've been doing, I mean, for me, the rock climbing has really helped with that, and I've noticed a big difference since I've started rock climbing with my upper body strength. So I've been doing the rock climbing once a week and trying every other day for the free weights with the um, handheld weights, and core stuff. And then um, that's kind of where I'm at. Okay. And then the third thing I'm doing to change it up a bit. You want me to come closer? I think everybody would love to hear the story. Uh, anyway, the third thing, third and final thing I'm doing to change it up a bit is I started the Couch to 5K program this week. And I'm tomorrow is day three of week and- one. I did that, too. Yeah. But you didn't quite do what I did on day one, and I shouldn't have. No, I've done it the way at least I saw it on the website. Oh, no, no, no. That's not what I meant. Go back to what I said. I did the week one, day one. Yeah. And then I went right to biking for 20 minutes. And then from there, we went rock climbing. No. And to ballet class. And uh, for the next two days... You were sore. I, I was just a tad sore to the point where it, it was hard to go downstairs. So I didn't do day two till yesterday because of it. She wouldn't let me talk to her either. <laughs> no, I, I was hurting. Um, yesterday after day day two, week one, 
legs didn't hurt. Legs don't hurt today, although I did bike for an hour today. We'll see. All right. So I'm trying to change that up so like a little bit more cross-training. Okay. And I'm starting the couch to 5K. I did day two today. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I played some basketball with Ben. We'll see. Yeah. So I have more work to do than you do, unfortunately, but... You've been doing this longer. Three years. Okay. So, voicemail? Mm Mm-hmm. We have one voicemail from, um, I don't know who. I have my suspicion, but... What do you mean you don't know who? I I just have a number. Ah. You didn't listen to it. No. Hmm. But we'll we'll all be surprised. Okay. Hi, Dave from the Jen and Dave Show. You may know me. Uh, You may have heard of me. You may even me around the internet. But I want to wish you guys a happy new year and keep on badgering. <laughs> Casting. Well, Thanks, Dave. Happy new year to you and, and Jen and the, and the and family. The and, and keep on podcasting from beautiful Visalia. Visalia, mm-hmm. California. So, Walk um, and talk, I think. I haven't listened. I have not list, ever listened to his. It's on my list. Talk. I'll get there. I'm trying to play podcast catch up. No, I, I'm falling behind because uh, all the shows I like to listen to are at least like an hour. That's my problem. Same yeah. here. Mm-hmm. So, in order to keep it under an hour here, if you'd like to uh, call us and and. Like Dave from the Jen and Dave show, and what is this other one? Walking and talking. I think it's walk and talk, or I I don't know. We'll find it and put it in the show notes. Um, you can call the Badgercast comment line at two six two six four nine eight five five zero. We have not said that for over a month. I have, but not for this show. <laughs> okay, or you can get a hold of us at thebadgercast at gmail dot com. You can find me on Twitter and Facebook, or you can get a hold of me at don'ttickleme at gmail.com. And you can get a hold of me at the Philosophy Guy Show at gmail.com. And until next time, and hopefully we'll do another one in... Um, We're on about a month here. Uh, no, prob- I'm going to say probably before the, hopefully the end of January. Oh, you want to do a Packer recap? I think we should celebrate the victory that is ours. Okay, I'll go for that. Cheesy fries, brats, and beer. <laughs> there you go. Um, and until next time, good night.
again with this one. I don't believe it. You know, if you request to follow me and you have no tweets. So sad for you. I know. If you request to follow me. And you have no tweets. How do I know you're a real and person? you have no tweets and no info about you. Are you real? If the Pope shits in the woods and nobody's there to see, did he actually shit in the woods? If you request to follow me and you have no tweets and have no info about you, sorry, but I won't follow. So sorry, salami. I won't follow or allow you to follow. She's hard. You're harsh. You're harsh on those bots. You know that? All right. Yeah. Ready? Mm. Maybe. Let me chew a little bit here. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm getting great outtakes right now. What number is this? I just did the universal sign. I didn't see you. <laughs>